Hallelujah. I want to take this opportunity to really appreciate the servant of God, Julian Kula, for organizing this great meeting together with your wife and the Purpose Center Church. We celebrate you. As I said, these are meetings we saw being done from men of God from outside the country, but it is happening in Africa. It is our time. It is our season. We give God all the glory. It's a great honor and privilege also to minister before the fathers who are here, all the dignitaries who are here, many bishops, many pastors. I take this opportunity with a lot of humility and honor, and I pray that God is going to use me to speak to your hearts. I want also to celebrate my wife, Reverend Naomi. <laughs> Glory to God. She has been a great blessing to my life, and also I want to celebrate uh, the people from Nakuru who are here. God bless you so much. Yeah, we have been blessed so much from the time we began this meeting. And I really want to appreciate our Papa Bishop Masinde because he has lifted our spirits that we shall not die like mere men. Hallelujah. I shall not die like a mere man in Jesus' name. I want to take this opportunity to bring a message the Lord has put in my heart. And uh, let me ask you a question. How many of us here are trusting God for something? Wow. I can see every hand has been lifted. But I want to share a message with us entitled... Can God trust you? Can God trust you? Because the same way you are trusting God, God is also in the business of seeking for men and women who can be trusted. And you know, trust is a big issue in our generation. Amen? If I called one of you here and I gave you a bag, and I tell you, this bag I have given you has 10 million Kenya shillings, just look for somebody to give and then we go together with you. How do you locate somebody to live with a bag with 10 million Kenya shillings? Some people cannot even give it to their wives because they will be wondering if, if, if I'll find it intact. Some of you, even your closest friend, you may not be able to trust them. So trust is a big issue. And as I share this message, I am preparing us. Because as Apostle Joshua Selman said, that this evening, together with the fathers, we are going to stand here and we are going to declare the gates of revival in this nation to be open. Praise the name of the living God. Let me tell you that to me, it's not a small thing. Because I know what God is just about to do in this nation. But there is one question. Can God trust you with what he is just about to do? Praise the name of the living God. Because when we talk about revival... We are telling God, do it again. That means God has done it in the past. He may do it in a bigger way, in a greater way in our time. But it means whatever we are seeking for, there was a time it was entrusted to other people in other generations. There was a time I was crying to God. And I was asking God, God, why don't you bless me? Why don't you use me? I love you. I desire to serve you and to be effective in the ministry. But the Lord spoke to me and he told me, can you first repent because of the people 
I have used ahead of you, and they were not faithful with the anointing. They were not faithful with the grace that I entrusted to them. So my prayer for blessing turned into a prayer of repentance. And I started telling God, forgive me for them that have failed you because I am part of them. And the Lord started to minister to me many things about how he has entrusted to people many things, graces, anointing, resources, but they failed him. In the book of Samuel, uh, if we can take a portion of scripture in the book of Samuel, uh, chapter 1, First uh, Samuel chapter 15, sorry, from verse 10, we see this portion of scripture concerning Saul. The Bible says, now the word of the Lord came to Samuel saying, I greatly regret that I have set up Saul as king, for he has turned back from following me and has not performed my commandments. And it grieved Samuel, and he cried out to the Lord all night. So when Samuel lost Ari in the morning to meet Saul, it was told Samuel, saying, Saul went to Camo, and indeed he set up a monument for himself. And he has gone on around, passed by, and gone down to Gilgal. Then Samuel went to Saul, and Saul said to him, Blessed are you of the Lord. I have performed the commandment of the Lord. But Samuel said, What then is this breathing of the sheep in my ears and the lowing of the oxen which I hear? And Saul said, they have brought them from the Amalekites, for the people spared the best of the sheep and oxen to sacrifice to the Lord your God, and the rest we have utterly destroyed. Then Samuel said to Saul, be quiet, and I'll tell you what the Lord said to me last night. And he said to him, speak on. So Samuel said, when you were literal in your own eyes, were you not head of the tribes of Israel? And did not the Lord anoint you king over Israel? Now the Lord sent you on a mission and said, Go and utterly destroy the sinners, the Amalekites, and fight against them until they are consumed. When, why then did you not obey the voice of the Lord? Why did you swoop down on the spoil and do evil? In the sight of the Lord. Praise the name of the living God. God went to confine in Samuel the prophet. Because it is Samuel who had anointed Saul. And God told Samuel, I am grieved. I regret. That is God speaking to Samuel. God was grieving in his heart. God was regretting. And he told, when he told Samuel, Samuel cried the whole night. Why should a man grieve God? A man who was raised from a very humble beginning. And the next morning, after Samuel, crying for a whole night, went to seek for Saul. And he was told he has even gone to raise a monument for himself. And Samuel continued to pursue Saul. And when he found him, Saul said, I have done everything the Lord told me to do. And Samuel told him, quiet, shut up. Let me tell you what the Lord told me yesternight. That means apart from God telling Samuel that he was grieved, we see here there was another conversation that God shared with Samuel. And the conversation was, this man 
when he was very small in his own eyes. You remember when Saul received the prophetic word from Samuel that he is going to become the first king of Israel. He told Samuel, why should you tell me such a thing? Don't you know where I come from? Do you know who I am? Can I really become what you are talking about? That means Saul was very small in his own eyes that he could not believe what God was saying could do about his life could really come to pass. But who is God? He raises men from the dust. One singer sang, oh God, if you can use anything, use me. God can pick up on any one of us. The Bible says the kingdoms belong to God. And he can give them to the lowliest of men. He can raise anyone and give him the kingdoms of this world. And that is how God raised Saul. But after Saul was raised by God, he came to a point where God would speak to him and Saul would ignore and do whatever he wanted. May God have mercy upon me because I know I am one of the people who have been raised from a very humble beginning. But imagine after being raised from humble beginnings, you can get to a place where you can ignore what God is saying. You are not willing to receive his instruction. And you want to do your own thing. And you are rebelling against God. And when God looked at Saul and he remembered, you know, one of the things God picks people from a humble beginning is so that they are not going to come to a place and say, it's me who did it. They will not take the glory. And this is what God thought of Saul. That Saul will always remain humble and obey me because you always remember where I picked him from. But Saul came to a place where he felt I'm the king. I can raise monuments for myself because I am the greatest man in this land. And when God was looking at Saul and searching his heart, seeing the arrogance, God was so grieved and God started to regret. Why did I raise this man in the first place? Why did I give him the anointing? Praise the name of the living God. Hallelujah. May God never neglect because of your life. In the mighty name of Jesus. Sir. Can somebody say, Lord, have mercy. That as you entrust unto me what you are about to do, you'll never regret. Praise the name of the living God. Hallelujah. In this kingdom, God is seeking for men and women who are trustworthy. The Bible says in the book of Matthew, chapter 25, from verse 14. Matthew, chapter 25, from verse 14. Glory to God. The Bible says, For the kingdom of heaven is like a man traveling to a far country who called his servants and delivered his goods to them. Can you give us the same scripture in NIV? The Bible says, uh, Again, it will be like a man going on a journey who called his servants and entrusted his wealth to them. Praise the name of the living God. Verse 15, the Bible continued to say, let's just take verse 15. To one he gave five bags of gold, to another two bags, to another one bag, each according to his ability, and he went on his journey. Jesus is talking here about the kingdom. And he is saying this kingdom where we belong is a kingdom where we are entrusted with the possessions of the master. That all that I have does not belong to me. It belongs to him. 
Praise the name of the living God. The position he has given unto me. The ministry he has given unto me. It is a trust. You know, even in the law of land, you can become a trustee. Where you are entrusted uh, with the property of which uh, belongs to other beneficiaries. It does not belong to you. You don't own it. It could be land. It could be money. But you are just there as a trustee. God is looking for faithful men and women who can be entrusted with the possessions of this kingdom. And these possessions are just about to be released this evening. Praise the name of the living God. Hallelujah. But I want to take you through this session as a session of soul searching and ask yourself, can I really be entrusted with the possessions of the master? Can I be really entrusted with the graces that I don't deserve? There was a man of God and he was at the age of 70 years. And uh, I'm not talking about our papa here, Bishop Masinde. It was another man from another country. <laughs> he told us he is almost there. But uh, this man, God came and spoke to him. And he gave him an assignment concerning the nation. But at his age, he was preparing to hand over the ministry. And he asked God, why are you giving me this assignment? I'm preparing myself to hand over the mantle. I'm preparing young people to take over. I am 70. God told him, it is because I can be able to trust you now. He had served God for 40 years. But it's like God was telling him, for the last 40 years, I could not trust you. But at 70, I can trust you now. I can see the change of heart. I can see now you don't have any greed for fame. I can see you don't have any greed for possessions. I can trust you now. How long will it take for you to be trusted by God? The Bible says the eyes of the Lord, they are looking to and fro in the whole world. And he is seeking one who can be loyal to him so that he may show himself mighty on behalf of such a one. That tells you, trust toward the people are not many. Praise the name of the living God. Hallelujah. May God find you trustworthy in the mighty name of Jesus. May God help me that I will be found trustworthy with the assignment, uh, with the mandate uh, that he wants me to fulfill uh, in my generation. I told you in my other session, uh, God has already set uh, divine boundaries. There is a place where he wants you to reach in this life. But he is still checking our hearts. Can we really be entrusted with the possessions that he desires to hand over to us. Praise the name of the living God. There was a man we know in the Bible. His name was Gehazi. And Gehazi was a man who was supposed to take over from Elisha. As Elisha took over from Elijah. But this man failed the test. Praise the name of the living God. Because when Naaman came. And Elisha could not touch the possessions of Naaman. Gehazi asked, how can my master allow this man to go with all these possessions, with all this wealth? No, this is not fair. Mutu amekuja kupanda begu hapa na unawachiria. Kuna mbegu unaweza badrishana na neema na upako na kipawa. Praise the name of the living God. Hallelujah. The Bible says in the book of Genesis chapter 22, from verse 1, Although our father Abraham was given promises by God 
The Bible says uh, sometime later, God tested Abraham. Praise the name of the living God. He said to him, Abraham, here I am, he replied. You know the rest of the story. But if you jump to verse 15, the Bible says, uh, after Abraham obeyed to offer Isaac, the angel of the Lord called to Abraham from heaven a second time. And said, I swear by myself, declares the Lord, that because you have done this and have not withheld your son, your only son, I will surely bless you and make your descendants as numerous as the stars in the sky and as the sand on the seashore. Your descendant will take possession of the cities of their enemies. That means although Abraham possessed the promises, there was a test to be passed. Praise the name of the living God. You may possess prophetic words, but there is a test to be passed. Praise the name of the living God. So for, for God to release the blessings and the promises in the life of Abraham, he came first to test him. Can you really give me back what I have given unto you? Do you idolize your son? Do you idolize your position? Am I greater than your position and than your possessions and everything that you have passing the test of trust is very, very important in this life. Praise the name of the living God. I remember one morning when God sent me to Nakuru, we were really struggling in ministry. And one morning I woke up at 3 a.m. to pray. And when I woke up, I found the presence of God in my living room. And I could not even pray. I just started crying before the Lord. And the Lord started speaking to me. And he told me, I want you to get into media. That time our church had less than 100 people. I had not paid my house rent for three months. We were struggling. We were in debt. When God told me he wants me to get into media, I told God, how do I get into media? We are in debt. I have not paid my house for the last three months. God told me, I have money to do my work. Praise the name of the living God. Hallelujah. And he told me, if you are faithful, I can entrust to you those resources. They are not for house rent. I did not even have a TV or a radio. Because we had sold anything that we could be able to get hold on. So, so that we can be able to receive a breakthrough. But God told me, it's not about being able to pay house rent or having TV or radio. But I want to entrust to you resources for my work. And I said, I have nothing to lose. Because even if you don't entrust to me the resources for the work of the kingdom, I don't even have mine. It's better I have yours. <laughs> because I cannot sleep hungry. Praise the name of the living God. Hallelujah. And I asked God, where do your money come from? Do you send money through angels? God told me, I can command men to provide for my work. <laughs> Praise the name of the living God. Hallelujah. And uh, from that very humble beginning, I told God, I will obey you. And I started the journey of preaching in radio. We raised 42000 and I started a program for only 15 minutes. Within a very short, a few months, we started a program for 30 minutes. Within a few months, I was in another radio. Within a few months, I started a program in Sayari Radio. Before Ania was over, I was on NTV. And uh, to, pay, to pay those bills, they could cost over 750000 every month. And it's only during COVID season, personally, I started asking offering from the TV because my getting into media was an agreement, was a covenant that I venture into that area and God is going to give me his resources. Let me tell you, brethren, 
God is seeking for people he can be able to trust. The work that we are doing in Akuru, it has been a journey. This Monday, we did our groundbreaking to begin the building of Kingdom City. By God helping us, by God helping us to buy over 500 acres of land. And we are doing this for the glory of God. And I, I'm just saying this with a lot of humility to encourage someone here. Our ministry don't have donors. We don't manipulate people to give. Praise the name of the living God. But I can tell you that if God can trust you, there is nothing that he cannot uh, release uh, in your life. Praise the name of the living God. And let me tell you, the revival that is coming, it's not just even about prayer and fasting. There are people who fast for 100 days. It's not just about prayer and fasting. It's about being trustworthy. Praise the name of the living God. There are people who are going to hold their anointing and graces that you have never seen as a trust from above. They are going to be used. They are going to walk in this life as gods. Praise the name of the living God. Doing that which only God can do. Praise the name of the living God. Why? Because God has found them trustworthy. Praise the name of the living God. There are people who have been in the wilderness. They have been struggling. But you have been a time of testing. But I want to announce to somebody who is here. You are time to be entrusted with the possessions of the kingdom. That time is coming. And it is here. Yes. God is going to do it. He is going to release graces that are going to cause men and women to walk as gods here on earth because of the things they are going to do. And they are not going to touch the glory of God because they are trustworthy. They are not going to brag about it. They are not going to share their glory with the master because he has said, I cannot share my glory with any man. Oh God, arise on behalf of your people who have been found trustworthy. Let them receive a portion of your grace, of your anointing, of the covenant wealth in the name of Jesus. Some of you, God is going to give you nations for possessions in the mighty name of Jesus. Nations will be waiting for you on a red carpet in the name of Jesus because of that which God has entrusted upon your life. Have mercy, Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus. The stagnation in the church in Kenya is being broken. We are entering into realms that we have never entered. There is a shift in the atmosphere. In the name of Jesus, somebody must capture that shift in the name of Jesus. There is a wave. The wind of the Holy Ghost is blowing again as it was in the day of Pentecost. Tons of fire, yes, are going to come back again in our meetings. In the name of Jesus. Can you sit down for a moment? Shela baganda baboshe. Mekahata baganda baburia. Rika baganda baboshanda. Can God trust you? Can God trust you? His eyes are moving to and fro. Oh, he is in our territory. There are possibilities in this nation that God wants to manifest. Because this is a time for Kenya. Time to show favor to this nation has come. Can God trust you? 
in the mighty name of Jesus. The Bible says in the book of Acts, chapter 14, from verse 8, this is the life of Paul. Men who are not willing to touch the glory, even though they are used like gods. In Lystra, there sat a man who was lame. He had been that way from birth and never walked. He listened to Paul as he was speaking. Paul looked directly at him so that he had faith to be healed. And called out, stand up on your feet. At that time, the man jumped up and began to walk. When the crowd saw what Paul had done, they shouted in Laconian language, the gods have come down to us in human form. Barnabas, they called Zeus, and Paul, they called Hermes because he was the chief speaker. Thank you, Lord. The priest of Zeus, whose temple was just outside the city, brought bulls and leads to the city gates because uh, he and the crowd wanted to offer sacrifices to them. But when the apostles, Barnabas and Paul, heard of this, they tore their clothes and lashed out into the crowd, shouting, Friends, why are you doing this? We too are only human like you. We are bringing you good news, uh, telling you to turn from these worthless things uh, to the living God uh, who made uh, the heavens uh, and the earth uh, and the sea and everything in them. Will you touch the glory? Will you touch the glory? Praise the name of the living God. The Bible says uh, this man was lame from birth. That means uh, he was known in the whole city. And when this man walked, people saw the mighty works of God. But because they did not know the God of heaven, they said, these are our gods who have come in human flesh. And they said, it's time to sacrifice for them. Praise the name of the living God. But the Bible says that Paul and Barnabas, they tore their clothes. What are you going to do? The Bible says they lean into the crowd. God is going to use you in some places. And you are not going to wait for the honorarium. You are just going to disappear and leave that city. And leave that meeting. Because you cannot stay there for people to start worshipping you for what the Lord has done. And it's not just about ministering and receiving a honorarium. It's just about ministering and allowing God to receive the glory. Time for macadizing the gospel is over. In the mighty name of Jesus, God is looking for men who can be entrusted with the anointing. Time for Gehazi. Gehazi nasema anawachiriwa na mnakani. Praise the name of the living God. Hallelujah. You know, I have discovered in our churches, people have crafted a way of seeing the man of God. I once spoke to my PA and I told him, I don't want this kind of thing that you want me to see somebody because they are coming with a sacrifice. Because it's a way. Huh? They have manipulated the man of God that if I have a seed or a sacrifice, this man will see me. And truly, it happens many times. Sometimes you are embarrassed because the envelope is having only 1,000 in handed shillings notes. Na kwa sababu, mutu alijua unaangalia unono wa bahasha. Akaona nikiweka elfu moja italara tu hapo ndani bahasha itaonekana ni kama haina kitu. Wacha niweke soso bahasha yonekana ni nono. Unawachiria maombi mzito mzito kwa uzito wa bahasha. Praise the name of the living God. And there are people even who have gone further. And they have said, because these people are willing to come with something, I can put a ceiling. That if you want to see me with 10,000, you can always get an appointment. One on one. These, those days are over. In the name of Jesus.
is looking for men and women who he can trust. That is why we manipulate miracles. So that many more people can come to see us with big envelopes. But we repent in the name of Jesus. We repent even on behalf of them that have done that. And we are telling, oh God, remember mercy. Revive us again. We need to see the reality of Jesus in our midst. Because he is the same yesterday, today, and forever. God can command people when you need resources. I have seen God doing it. Praise the name of the living God. He can entrust you with resources that you need for the assignment. As long as you can see you have been able to tame your greed. There is nothing that he is not able to release for the assignment. But you must be like David. When the three mighty men of David went and risked their lives and they brought water to David, David said, is this not water, the blood of this man? Will I drink the blood of this man? The Bible says, he poured the water as an offering before the Lord. Praise the name of the living God. He found favor before the Lord. May God touch people to release sacrifices, but we are going to pour them as a monument and do that which can bring glory to the name of the Lord. Praise the name of the living God. It is a high time. We as a Pentecostal churches, we start doing things that are touchable because there are people who are not going to follow us because we are just speaking in tongues. Praise the name of the living God. Hallelujah. There is a kind of right that the nations will come to you because they can see you are right. They can see the manifestation of the works of God in your life and they shall come to your right. They will come to ask you, how did you make it? And you tell them, this is what God can do. In the time of Nehemiah, they said, the heathens and the enemies, they all confessed that this work has been done by the mighty hand of God. May the hand of God be testified in your life. There are people who are going to be entrusted with businesses, covenant wealth. You are going to make money and people will wonder what kind of power you are using. But remember, it is a trust from above. Praise the name of the living God. Hallelujah. God is going to entrust people with positions. Praise the name of the living God. God is going to lift men in this generation, even in this nation, and they will know this is not my doing. It is not myself, my ability, my intellect that has brought me here. This is the doing of God. God has entrusted unto me this position, and I'm going to use it for his own glory. When you start doing that, then the Bible says, when you are faithful with the ritual, you can be entrusted uh, with much. Uh, praise the name of the living God. Start being faithful with the retro. And as you are faithful with the retro, God will continue increasing you. Be faithful with the grace, uh, the anointing, uh, the resources uh, that are upon your life. Uh, and as you remain faithful, God will continue lifting you to a higher level. The Bible says in the book of Genesis, chapter 41, in verse 41, if we can have it on the screen, concerning Joseph, he started from a humble beginning. But the Bible says, So Pharaoh said to Joseph, I hereby put you in charge of the whole land of Egypt. I put you in charge. How did he begin? He began as a servant, as a slave. Praise the name of the living God. And the Bible says he was entrusted. Huh? Potiphar entrusted to him everything, every business in his house. Then when he went into prison, he became a trustee. I don't know if some of you know in prison, there are prisoners who are called trustees. They can be, even be sent cigarettes to the shop and come back. 
Yeah. Without any security. They are trustees. They can be trusted. Praise the name of the living God. Joseph, when he was in prison, he became a trustee. The chief warden entrusted everything into the hands of Joseph. Why? Because Joseph was a trustworthy man. That is why he could not touch the wife of Potiphar. Because he said, my master has entrusted unto me everything else in this house apart from you. Praise, praise the name of the living God. Can you be entrusted with the opposite sex? Praise the name of the living God. Hallelujah. Can you be entrusted with the opposite sex in your life? Joseph was trustworthy. And God continued to promote him from one glory to the other. The Bible says in the book of Luke, as we are about to finish, we pray. Chapter 16, from verse 10. Luke chapter 16, from verse 10. This kingdom is about trust. Whoever can be trusted with very little can also be trusted with much. And whoever is dishonest with very little will also be dishonest with much. Then verse 11, let's read up to 12. So if you have not been trustworthy in handling worldly wealth, who will trust you with the true leeches? And if you have not been trustworthy with someone else's property, who will give you property of your own? Praise the name of the living God. Three things. You must be faithful with the ritual for you to be entrusted with the match. You must be faithful with the wild mammon for you to be entrusted with the true leeches of the kingdom of God. True leeches are spiritual leeches. That is why Naaman had everything. He had a position. He had all the wealth. But there is something he could not be able to do for himself. He could not be able to heal his leprosy. When he went to the king of Israel, even the king of Israel tore his clothes because he said, I am the king. But whatever you are asking me, I'm not able to do it. It requires more than gold. It requires more than a position. But Elisha said, bring him to me that he may know. Praise the name of the living God. There is a God in Israel. Praise the name of the living God. What did Elisha possess? He possessed true leeches that are spiritual leeches. But Gehazi, when even Elisha asked him, is this the time to follow these things? Can't you see this mantle is supposed to be handed over to you? And this is the true leeches of the kingdom. They are billionaires who are dying of cancer. They are billionaires who have issues that money cannot be able to solve. And here, you can be entrusted with a mantle that can solve the problems of men that even money cannot be able to solve. Praise the name of the living God. If you are not faithful with the worldly mammon, the first test that you must pass in this kingdom is the test of worldly mammon. Even if you are a pastor, mutihani wa kwanza ambao razima upite ni mutihani wa pesa. Praise the name of the living God. Hallelujah. Mungu akiona umepita huo mutihani ataachilia upako. Ataachilia neema. When God sees you have passed that test of worldly mammon, God told me, if you are trustworthy, I will give you the resources of the kingdom. And I thank God. Some of you know our ministry is a very humble ministry. We, we are very simple people. But I thank God for what he is doing. But I understand it's just a trust. Praise the name of the living God. And God is going to do it to so many of us. As Apostle uh, Joshua said, uh, it may not be the same trust that God has given unto me. But God can entrust to you in the area of your assignment. It could be a position. It could be a business. It could be a company. That that company is going to rise from a divine idea that God is going to raise and you begin it and it is going to become a, a, a multinational because the grace of God is at work in that company. 
Praise the name of the living God. Oh my God, raise men and women in the mighty name of Jesus that can be faithful in the name of Jesus. The test of money. That is why corruption is one of the monsters in this nation. And the people who steal from the public coffers are billionaires because of greed. Praise the name of the living God. They, ne they never have enough. Praise the name of the living God. If you are going to fight that monster, we cannot be the same victims in the issues when it comes to money. Praise the name of the living God. Can God trust you? Can he trust you to maintain an anointing? If you had three vehicles, maybe in the rural place, you have a V8, maybe you have a Mercedes 550, and you have a Probox, and your brother asked you, can you give me one car? Which one can you give to him? <laughs> Mercedes. Why? Why the Probox? Okay, let me tell you, let me answer you. The reason you are going to give him the pro box is because of his ability to maintain. There are graces and anointings in this kingdom that even if you are given, you are not able to maintain. When we lead of revival is like Charles Finney, who could even be traveling on a railway line and people are being strained and convicted and giving their life to Jesus. He could not leave his house until he had prayed for four hours. Because that is a maintenance. Can you be trusted with a kingdom V8 of anointing? A fuel gatherer. Hey! Praise the name of the living God. Iyo haiwezi kunyu mafuta ya maombi ya dakika dharadhini. Iyo ni kunusa. Hey! Praise the name of the living God. Can you be entrusted? Praise the name of the living God. With a Mercedes 550 in terms of a grace, in terms of an anointing, are you able to maintain? Hey! Praise the name of the living God. There are people for us to be entrusted with the things that God wants to release. We must raise our standards. Praise the name of the living God. Can God trust you in times of persecution? Like Paul, the prophet Agbas is saying, the owner of this prophet, if he goes to Jerusalem, this is what they are going to do to him. They are going to beat him. They are going to persecute him. And Paul said, why are you discouraging me? I am willing to go, not only to be beaten, but even if it means to die, let me die. There are graces and anointings in this life. Uh, they can only be given unto people who are not fearful of persecution, uh, of suffering. People are talking about you because of the gift. And then you say, God, take away this gift from me. I am suffering because of this gift. That is why you cannot be trusted. Because uh, God requires you that you can be persecuted. And still remain firm, declaring the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. Can you be trusted with persecution? God is going to send us to Arab nations. Praise the name of the living God. Where when you talk about Jesus, they will come to stone you. They will come to kill you. But you stand like Stephen and continue declaring the gospel if you die. It, is only, it means absence in the body. I will be present uh, in the presence of God. Uh, yes! There are people who are fearful. Huh? There are people you don't want to hear anybody talking any evil about you. Huh? Yes, wali muambia wewe ni mkuwa mapepo. Sasa wewe unaandua mambo madogo. Unasengenywa kidogo kidogo. Hata hiyo unabia litoa ni ya mwili. Kwanza hiyo maneno ni kuongewa alikuwa meongea. Sasa vitu video unambia mungu chukua hiki power. Watu wanaongea juu yangu. We haujaona watu wote wakubwa wanachoro mpaka katuni. Have you never seen the raiders of this world? The hurus of this world? The rutos of this world? Have you not seen in the social media? 
vile wanachorwa vile wananenewa matusi na wewe hautaki kuinuliwa ukiinuliwa kila mtu ataongea juu yako praise the name of the living god haleluya na wao wanapoongea juu yako ni kwa sababu uko juu yao praise the name of the living god haleluya watu hawaongee juu ya mtu ambaye yako chini hapana uliza ajirani kama kuna watu wameongea juu yako juzi juzi kama hakuna mwambie inuka praise the name of the living god let me read two scriptures first Thessalonians chapter 2 verse 4 first Thessalonians chapter 2 and verse 4 the bible says uh, very quickly so that we can be able to pray together on the contrary we speak as those approved by god to be entrusted with the gospel we are not trying to please people but god who tests our hearts you cannot be a man preacher and be entrusted with the gospel praise the name of the living god hey you must be ready to please your maker alone but I want you to get this one. Paul is saying we have been entrusted with it. In the book of 1 Timothy chapter 1 in verse 11, very quickly. 1 Timothy chapter 1, we combine. Paul is saying to Timothy, 1 Timothy chapter 1, verse 11. Glory to God. That conforms to the gospel concerning the glory of the blessed God which he entrusted to me. Verse 12. Paul is saying, I thank Christ Jesus our Lord who has given me strength that he considered me trustworthy, appointing me to? He considered me what? And entrusted me with what? When Moses was told to choose leaders, he was told to choose capable leaders who are trustworthy. Huh? Cap trust, trust is more important than capacity. There are people who have great capacity, but they are not trustworthy. They have gifts, huh? but they are not trustworthy. So Paul is saying, I thank God. He considered me faithful and he entrusted to me with what? The gospel. I'm here to tell you. The gospel is heaven's best. And it can only be given on trust. Let me say this. Not everyone who is preaching has been entrusted with the gospel. Because anyone can quote the Bible and say what the Bible says. The Bible says the gospel is the power of God that brings salvation. When God has given you the trust of the gospel... He is telling you, as it was in the beginning, when the earth was void, full of darkness, without form, and I stood and I made a declaration, the same, the gospel is a proclamation. Go and declare that the captives have been set free. And as you declare, the Bible says uh, Jesus accompanied the disciples uh, and confirmed uh, the word uh, that they preached. Uh, when you are preaching the gospel, uh, you are more than a lecturer. That is why when we are speaking the gospel, uh, praise the name of the living God, growth uh, can disappear. Because we are not speaking uh, in the realm of the natural. I am not a motivational speaker. Praise the name of the living God. When you preach the gospel, you speak in the realm of the supernatural. That is why when we are preaching the gospel, demons can come out crying and leaving. Sicknesses can disappear when we are preaching the gospel. Some people, they can feel their spiritual womb moving because they are receiving the seed of the word and something is forming in their body. Jesus said, the words I speak to you, they are life and they are spirit. Ezekiel was told to stand 
in the valley of the dry bones uh, and prophesy to the dry bones uh, when God uh, has entrusted uh, the gospel uh, unto you. It is a trust. Not everybody who is preaching is entrusted with the gospel. You can preach like a motivational speaker. You can preach uh, and you end the meeting like a chief's baraza. Praise the name of the living God. Because it is one thing to quote the Bible, the word. But it is another thing uh, to carry the God of the word. Jesus said, you diligently seek the scriptures, but you refuse me that I may give you life. The letter killed, but the spirit gives life. May God raise men and women who are going to be entrusted with the end time gospel that whatever they declare, it shall come to pass because the words that you speak, they are life and they are spirit. May every dry bone, every, every broken marriage come back to life. I speak to your dreamer. I speak to your vision. I inject life, the life of God, the joy. The Bible says Jesus came and in him there was life and that life was the right of man. My God, my God, may you find trustworthy men and women to be entrusted with the gospel in the name of Jesus to be entrusted with the multifaceted graces, graces in every mountain of influence, grace in the mountain of governance, in the mountain of education, in the mountain of media, in the mountain of business and commerce, in the name of Jesus. Let there be men and women who are going to be found trustworthy. Rise up on your feet. Some of you after this meeting, God is raising you to be a deliverer in your family, in your village, in your city. Yes. Are you going to be found trustworthy? Can you dedicate your life and tell God, help me to be faithful. Help me to be trustworthy that whatever you are going to give unto me, in the name of Jesus, in stewardship, a man ought to be found faithful. We are stewards. Whatever we are, whatever we have, has been given unto us by God. By God. By God. This is a message you have been waiting for. To, re to, re to, to, to receive the release of the grace of God. This is a message that God wanted you to hear for you to move to the next level. As the gate of revival will be opened in this nation, this is the message. Yes! Listen to me as I finish. There was this man of God. God spoke to him and he told him, I want you to build for me a training institute and the land where God wanted him to build was in a remote area the land was very cheap but the man said why should I go in that remote area God and build a Bible Institute it was in America but finally God told him you are the fifth one I have spoken to other four who refused but I have found you trustworthy he obeyed God he went and built the institute. After building the institute, the government wanted to expand the law to become a highway. They called them freeway. And they had to ship the road where there was more space of land. The, the freeway passed along the gate of that training institute. That means that God was preparing him because God knew there would be a shift Praise the name of the living God. And he was positioning him. 
Some of you, you have heard from God. But it's very hard for you to obey because of your reasoning. The carnal mind is telling you this cannot work that way, the way you think. But God is saying, if you can believe me, I'll show myself mighty on your behalf. Praise the name of the living God. Hallelujah. Is there anything God has been speaking to you to begin? And you find it's not possible for you to begin? Because you are doing your own maths and calculations. I pray for divine positioning. May God find you trustworthy. You don't know how many other people God has spoken to. And they have disobeyed him. But he is speaking to you because he trusts you. And he knows that you can obey him and take him at his word. Oh God, may you find trustworthy men and women. Some of you, God wants you to launch into international ministry like never before. But you are still despising yourself. But you take only one meeting and God will move like thunder. Because when you take a step of faith and obey him, hey, Praise the name of the living God. This meeting is a sign of obedience. If they have not taken months and years to organize, it's just a step of faith. Oh my God. Oh my God. Can you call upon the name of the Lord and tell God, I desire to be trustworthy in my generation. In the name of Jesus, there are possessions. There are treasures uh, that God is releasing. Uh, there are gifts. Uh, there are graces uh, that God is going to release. Uh, he is looking for a man. He is looking for a woman. The world has not yet seen what God can do through a man or a woman who is holy, surrendered to God. Uh, can God trust you? Can he trust you with influence? Yes. Influence uh, is a tool uh, can he trust you? Can he promote you? Rekabaganda. Can he lift you? Rekabaganda. Thank you, Lord. Let me pray. And I want to believe that God is going to find trustworthy men and women in this nation. I don't like where we have been as a church. But I can see light at the end of the tunnel. Something new is happening. May God find trust for the men and women. God doesn't want to raise you up there. And then you shame him and then you come down tumbling. You know, the higher he lifts you, when you fall, ukianguka kutoka juu ya muti, watu watasikia mugurumo. So afadhali ule mutu wanaanguka akiwa pare mitamoja, Hata hakuna mtu atajua umeanguka watafikia ni mchezo ulikuwa naye Lakini ukianguka ukiwa kule juu Pu So Mungu anauliza ni nani nitainua nikimweka juu hata niaibisha because akianguka aibu itakuwa kubwa kwangu Can God trust you with promotion that he can lift you and you're not going to bring shame to his name Father I give you glory for giving me an opportunity to share the word that you had put in my heart. The Lord, we are trusting you for many things, but you are also asking, can you trust us with what you are just about to do? Lord, I pray in the name of Jesus that in this meeting, oh God, you are raising men and women who are going to be trustworthy. They can be entrusted with the anointing. They can be entrusted with the multifaceted grace. They can be entrusted with the covenant wealth. They can be entrusted with any level of promotion. They can be entrusted in the mighty name of Jesus with your glory. And they will not touch your glory in the name of Jesus. They can be entrusted to maintain. They can be entrusted to be persecuted uh, and they will remain standing uh, for your holy name uh, in the name of Jesus. Uh, and tonight, uh, as we open uh, the gate uh, of revival 
in our nation. We pray, oh God, do it again in our nation. Find men and women in our midst across this nation, even across the nations of the world. As I hand over this microphone, I feel a witness in my heart from the Holy Spirit that there are people who have been tested here and God has found you trustworthy. Get ready for what he is just about to do. Get ready. You have gone through a time of testing. God is swearing like he did to Abraham. After testing, there is a time of promotion. Some of you have been tested. Your promotion is coming. Let that promotion manifest in the mighty name of Jesus. Let it manifest from today. But at the end of a matter, as we come to the end of this meeting, let your promotion manifest in the mighty name of Jesus. We give you praise and glory.